there, Jürgen. I'm definitely Mandy and not Simon. <laughs> I, I um, can see that. <laughs> um, for, was just a, a word on Manchester City, first of all. Uh, five Premier League titles for them in, in 10 years. Having been a, a manager in the Premier League yourself for over five years now, how would you sum up that achievement for them? Great achievement. Congratulations. I texted Pep last night um, already. texted Ilkay, obviously, and... Um, Really well done. Um, very difficult year for the whole world, for all football teams as well. What they achieved so far um, in this year is, is exceptional. Having won the, the titles in the past now in this 10, 5 and 10 years. I think it's always like this when you when you bring together financial sources and, and football knowledge, then you have a good chance to 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 create something special. And that's obviously the case. Um, City has an incredible squad and the best manager in the world so um that makes it makes it a, a good recipe i would say um it's always a joy to 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 play against them because it's just a, a massive challenge from a football point of view um they can beat them but you have to be at your absolute top to do so and um we could do that from time to time but this year obviously not um and so well deserved congratulations and for you, how big a challenge looking to the United game do this United side pose? And how much credit does Ole Gunnar Solskjaer deserve for the way that he's developed a team that are still quite a young team? Yeah, yeah. So that's a good mix. So age-wise, I would say it's a really good mix. Um, the offensive potential they have, obviously, I'm not sure if you still consider. I don't know exactly how old is Marcus Rushford, 21, 22, 23, meanwhile. So... He looks quite young, but um, obviously, yes, um, meanwhile, very experienced. But yeah, Mason Greenwood, absolutely exceptional of offensive talent. One of these English generation of offensive players, which is absolutely incredible. If you count them all, you think, oh, who want to leave out? There's a Greenwood, Foden, Mount, uh, striker, then Sterling, Sancho. Um, Sterling is not a young one, but Sancho and on top of it. It's absolute wild, what a generation. Yeah, and um, Ole did a really good job. We spoke about that before. Um, did a really good job, and they play um, some really good stuff, and that's why they are in the position they are in. And um, I said they will become pretty sure second. If I'm not sure, that's already secured. But um, that was a good season for United in a in a difficult year, how I mentioned before. Thank you very much, Mandy. We we'll go to Vinny for two questions, and then we'll go to Ian from BBC Merseyside. Hey, Jürgen, um, after the after the postponement of the initial game, what concerns do you have over security and, and safety of your players now? No concerns really. We are absolutely it's not nothing is in our hand in, in this perspective. So, um, but we trust the authorities. Obviously, um, we were not in, in in danger last time uh, when we were. Uh, at Manchester, that was not about that. The, 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 the supporters protested against some uh, other stuff, um, um, and I have no idea um, what will happen tomorrow night. But um, I'm not concerned at the moment. We've also seen quite from Virgil van Dijk when he said, "Got to, to not be going to the Euros," but it is the right decision. Just wondered how did that decision come about? And supplementary to that, are there any concerns about Jordan Henderson from an England perspective as well? And uh, How's his recovery from injury going? No, obviously, Henderson's injury is a completely different, um, uh, different thing. Uh, yeah, it, it, Hendo doesn't play in the moment, so that in the end it must be a decision by, and doesn't train. He doesn't train normal. 
normally with us. And um, so uh, that's a decision again between Gareth and, and, and Handel. But I think there's a chance for sure. Um, unfortunately, not for us, but for England then. With with virtual, it's just a completely. That's that's really. It's one of the most serious injuries you can get. And um, I don't know exactly how uh, it came up that he has a chance for the Euros because um, the the injury he had is a an average. You know, people say that can can take eleven months. So it happened in October. That would mean September. So we we all hope because it's going really well. It's going really well, and we are all individuals and and react differently in specific moments. And we, the plan is for us that he can start a preseason with us, but even that is not 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 sure. So that the Euros were just in the wrong, absolutely in the wrong moment. But the good news for for um, for Holland as well is then that um, when he will be fit, because we will not force it, because we cannot force it, um, he will be then 100% fit. When he's um, when he's coming back, and uh, the next big tournament for Holland is waiting, so uh, they can then qualify for the World Cup in Qatar or wherever it will be, and um, yeah, and then everything will be fine. But we all have to be patient. And for a player, um, of course, he feels that the, the, the start of rehab in, the, in the, with these injuries is really tough. I cannot recommend that. It's really tough pain like crazy all this day don't sleep you're you're worrying all these kind of things when you overcame that then you make steps of course because we, we have to do really good stuff for the boys in rehab and medicine meanwhile is really um able to deliver a lot of good things which makes life easier and you make big steps and you get more positive and in that moment there's a situation i'd never want to cut the euros off but i always knew <laughs> with normal measurement with common sense there's no chance and all Finally, it is announced, and it takes pressure off of Virgil, and uh, which is important. Now he can completely focus on the right things in the right moment, and then hopefully he can start soon with us again. Thank you very much, Vinny. We'll go to Ian Kennedy, BBC Merseyside, then to Ian Abrams from uh, Talksport. Ian first. Ken. Hi, Jurgen. Um, three of your uh, remaining league games are away from home. Uh, normally, in a in a normal kind of season, that would be you know a, a difficult end to the season, but but this season, how do you approach that? Is in a way, does it help that you're you're away from home in the season that we've had? <laughs> Thank you. Um, we won the last, did we? The last home game. Yeah. So it means uh, we, 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 we <laughs> it was never about Enfield, eh? so we all know how important the atmosphere at Enfield is. But um, yeah, we are. We, we are um, the next one is United. Play with the full. Um, 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 Playing against United in a full stadium is a tough task. Playing in an empty stadium is a tough task. So I don't see any any kind of advantage or disadvantage for any team. I think United had uh, the best away record this season, probably. So maybe it's an advantage that we play them at home. Don't know. We'll see that. Um, yeah, West Brom then and Burnley with supporters. So will be Burnley for us, Turf Moor is always tough to go there as well. So there will be then, I don't know how many people, but if you will be there, they will celebrate a good season. So that's not an advantage. Um, and our home game against Crystal Palace, obviously we have then our supporters in. So we, we are looking forward to that. But we have to absolutely know, we don't think about where we play against who we play. We, yes, we think about, but not in general. We just have to make sure that we um, win the football games because that's the only chance for us. Yeah, and, and you've said uh, after the last few games that all you can do is try and win your games. Um, does that in a way at all affect your strategy or tactics going into these these last few games at all or, or do you stay the same? 
I look on a really funny. I, I know maybe um, you didn't see that, but actually our plan was to win all the football games we played this season. Um, so we don't, we don't change that. Um, do we have to take more risk in the last few minutes when it's a draw or something like that? It looks like a draw that's possible, but not planned in the moment. If, we have now, if, it, if it's a little, we bring um, everybody who um, is a striker or used to be a striker or whatever. Um, no, um, it's just the normal way. If you if you play a football game and you think only about attacking, you lost before you before the first whistle, um, and that's why, especially against United, obviously with the quality they have, and um, so we need to make sure that we are ready, like always. Um, that's a, without in the situation we 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 are in. That's why these. I, I'm not sure, but I think we are not that bad in the form table in the moment. So last five games or so, we, we, we should be quite. Should be quite okay, but there were two draws and where we the, where we lost the game pretty much in the last minute, and that felt really harsh. So we, we, you could never get this feeling of kind of um, a winning streak or whatever, or not losing or these kind of things because it's so important, and that's the situation. Um, we know that, um, and the plan is to give it a proper try tomorrow night. Thank you. Ian Abrams from TalkSport and Carl Mark from Press Association. And to finish the open section, Stephen Douglas from uh, Associated Press. But one from you, Ian, first of all. Uh, uh, hi, Jürgen. How are you? You well? Good. Um, it's, it's kind of two questions in one, really. First is, as a manager with likes of Virgil van Dijk and, and Jordan Henderson, do you need to put an arm around them because they're missing a mate or, or the Virgil will miss a mate the tournament with England? Do you have to put an arm around them to console them because of obviously they're, they're huge players. And secondly, after having scored nearly 200 points in the last two seasons, how much catching up do you think your team have to do next year on this Manchester City side from this year? Uh, do they need a, an arm around? Yes, maybe not always literally, but um, of course, um, to, I understand that their situation pretty well. Uh, not, that I was even, not that I would have been even close to a European Championship as a player, but um, I know what it means if you miss a big personal target. Um, so that's not nice. But um, especially for Virgil, I think it was always looming around that it could that it, it will be probably the case. So that if not, if no miracles happen, then it was always clear that must be the decision in the end. And Hendo is not out yet, so um, that's I have to say. Yeah, he's. So look, Anna didn't train yet with the team, but we trained the last match day, and uh, it will be probably around the last week where he has a chance to train with us. But then he was too long out to play for us. But then he would be completely fit, and what makes it really different to all other English players, probably he would uh, maybe Declan Rice as well. Uh, he would be properly rested, because the problem what what all the managers have in the moment, each injury you get now is even is is first uh, as probably a season ending, even when it's not a a serious injury um, but with the tournament coming not too far after it it could threaten the tournament as well so um, or a potential final or whatever is coming up there so um, that means Hendo um, will be then rested and has then a proper preseason for the Euro so I, I if everything works to plan um, so um, no he's not he's not out of that um, Second part big of the gap, question. Big gap, big gap. Yeah, look, my, my, my concern this year is not a gap. Like, I don't think we had last year created a 
pretty big gap between um, us and other teams. Um, and that, yeah, that did, we, we always knew that doesn't mean we are now 20 odd points better than other teams. Um, we have to win next year football games. And the city is not the only challenge. I think um, Chelsea looks, the, the, I said when Thomas arrived there, this squad is a present. And together with Thomas, obviously, it works out pretty well. And if you look at the squad, they can make 11 changes. And you think, oops, um, they are a, that's a proper team. Um, so, and they will, they will go for it next year, definitely. They will not get worse. That's um, that, uh, that's a fact. United, it's in a good way. So it's not about who is far away or whatever. Um, so it means just you have to win your own football games. And that's possible. And um, our season was really difficult, but we don't close our eyes um, for the facts. We know five, six points for us more that even in the season with the injuries we had, we should have, we should have in a moment. We know that. That means we don't blame anybody else but ourselves. Um, because then we would be closer to the Champions League spots, then we have four games to go, proper chance, all these kind of things. Now we need help from other teams. Obviously, we have to win our own games, but um, need help as well. Um, that's not the situation you want to be in, but it's the best we could get, and now we deal with that. Last two questions from the Open, before we go to the hands-up the Vargas section, Carl Martin, followed by Steve. Hi, Jürgen. Hi, I'm, I'm the team news guy again. Just wondering if you've got anybody back who was missing at the weekend. Nope. No. No. So that, that gives you uh, questions in central of are, are you confident you can go into a game with, with you know, Reese Williams and, and Nat as centre backs at Old Trafford? They did a good enough job here last weekend, so I guess you, you have to put your faith in them at some point and, and say they've got to deliver rather than trying to rely yeah, on Fabinho. Yeah, no, look, it's all about. So it's 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 and your job is really nice, and the job of a support in this case is really nice. So it's like yeah, you have to have I don't know play and stuff like this. So my job is as well to be, be trained from time to time, and I, you cannot just put the boy uh, on the pitch. I mean, if he's not in the shape for that in that moment, you have to find another solution. If you don't line a player up, especially on a young one, and hope that it will work out. But the moment when 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 the boys show up in training, when they have a momentum in training, these kind of things, then it's a good moment for that. And um, there's nothing, yeah. And Reese, for example, is now in a really good moment, um, and that helps obviously. And um, for who we will line up, we will see. We have um, this afternoon a session, and what that season, this season taught us: don't make the lineup too early, or fix the lineup too early in your mind, because there could happen something that you have to change it. Um, and that's uh, how it is. But. Um, whoever will play tomorrow night we will try to win the game and um we will see how it works out Fine. finally then stephen from associated press to finish this section then we'll go to the hands up in the uh, section. hi again it's just a question about the united's team selection yesterday it didn't really do liverpool any favors because um it helped leicester's cause in a way so did you think that was justifiable or were you a bit you know privately slightly annoyed that you know it gave, gave leicester a helping hand compared to liverpool no, it was the it was the lineup I expected. I, not exactly the lineup, but I knew that he has to make these changes. They played on Sunday, Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. So, and I said it five hundred times that with all the things happened and the protests at 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 um, at, at Manchester um, that caused obviously leaded to that situation, is to play Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday is a crime. It is 
And if the that's not, it's not the, the fault of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and, and the players. So if I, I, my question was to myself, would I have done the same? Yes, you have to. You have to. We are, we are late in the season. All the players have a lot of teams. United went um, uh, to the European League final. That mean, means awful lot of games. And now you get Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday. That's not possible. But the weekend after is is a weekend off for United. So they play now Thursday and then the weekend after. And now, so I'm not the guy who's make, doing the schedule so, and the fixture list. But in my understanding, when we thought about where, how could it work out on the day um, when, we, when the game got cancelled, we drove home in the bus and we made already our fixtures. There was no Tuesday, Thursday game in and we all would have played all the games. You would have, have removed one West Brom game. Um, but that didn't happen. The explanation for that was from the Premier League. Um, Nobody should suffer, no other team should suffer because of the things what happened at Manchester. So let me say that that didn't work out pretty well. Uh, so um, obviously nobody else, but a little bit West Ham, a little bit Liverpool. But if we don't go to the Champions League, if we don't qualify for the Champions League, it's not a fault of um, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer because team selection or the Premier League, it's our fault. But in this specific case, I think you could have done differently, definitely. But we are get you get more and more used to that things badly go into your favor or direction. It's just just accept it. That's how it is. Thank you. We go to the embargo 